Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. All right. Well, Happy New Year, Junior. Happy New Year, Gabby. I'm excited to bring in 2019. And I know a conversation at my house has been about being authentic and about uh, living a life of consumption and really, truly defining who we are. So I think it's, uh, it's very proper that our new podcast is Authentico. Um, as we work not only on our own goals, but on helping other people reach theirs. Así que auténtico para el 2019 nos va a definir aquí en el podcast. Um, I feel like I would have been much more excited if it was 2020. I mean, that just has like a nice ring to it. You know what I mean? But here we are today. It's 2019. Uh, but can we also acknowledge the fact that in your house, the topic has been authenticity. Like, you guys are going deep. Well, you know what? I think it's been a growing process, even with the holidays right now as my kids get older. Yeah. We've never been about consumption. I think I even mentioned to you earlier that for Christmas, they never got a present from us. It was just one gift from Santa Claus. The essential. The essential. Well, <laughs> I mean, the gifts they got were pretty nice from Santa, but it wasn't like we just went crazy mm -hmm. with the holidays. And now that the girls are older, um, even Thanksgiving is an issue for them, right? Because Thanksgiving, what are we celebrating? Right. That the pilgrims uh, came and pilgrimaged, if that's the word, the Native Americans, um, and that they took away their customs and, and everything else. So, I mean, I, I kind of struggle with it because for us, in a very Hispanic household, the holidays were... I don't even think we were really celebrating with the, the meaning of Thanksgiving. It was just an opportunity to come together and be with family. Right. Um, so I struggle with that sometimes now when Adriana tells me that, well, I don't want to celebrate Thanksgiving because of the meaning. And I kind of want to fight with her and say, or not fight, but push back and say, yeah, but it's about family. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, yeah, we can't stand each other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you're right. And I think a lot of people also struggling with the same thing, you know, um, How do we how do we stay authentic and true to ourselves, to our roots? And, you know, considering that our countries, you from Mexico and then me from the Dominican Republic, didn't have the best history whenever we were also colonized, right? Right. So I think that, you know, there's there's that feeling of, you know what, this happened to us too and we're kind of celebrating this custom that we know, you know, what happened after that. That I think that not just you, but also me and a lot of people are struggling with it right now. You know, it's like how do we how do we bring the family together? How do we go back to 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 feeling like this is just a purpose to get ready, but then somehow ignore all the atrocities that took place? You know, right, after that, right, right. And we didn't even introduce ourselves. Uh, we just got heavy into the topic. <laughs> you guys know us already. <laughs> So I'm Gabriela, and I've got Junior here with me. And like I said, just 
starting the new year off on on the right foot we always talk about new year's resolutions and i think i stopped making resolutions a long time ago because i was feeling like i just set myself up for failure um but really just doing some thinking about smart goals what do i truly want to accomplish and what's the mark i want to leave you know as far as when you think about gabriela what did you do in 2018 not so much what did you buy or what did you achieve but who did you help you know who did you make a difference to that's a big one that's a big one because i mean especially for me uh, i mean i don't want to speak for you but it's like i feel like i'm always running around you know like a chicken with with its head cut off you know and like finding the time to really look back and think about like you said the, the people that i had an impact on i mean what do i find the time to do that right you know Right. So I'm hoping that the podcast will be a time for all of us to maybe reflect. And I think for the next couple of weeks, that's kind of our plan is to really talk about, you know, starting off the new year on the right foot, um, uh, making plans to do that because things don't just happen magically. Um, But then also kind of like getting to know ourselves to really see what what makes us happy. Because we always talk about, oh, that work-life balance. You just said you walk around, you know, chasing your head all the time. But um, how do we stop that? How do we stop that rat race? So I have a couple questions based on the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz um, that he wrote about how our biggest fear is taking the risk to be alive and express who and what we really are. Mm. Um, and I think that's a big deal, especially with social media, right? Because, I mean, I know I hate to be in front of the camera. And it's like, I'm afraid of myself or is it just difficult for me to see myself or to hear myself? So um, during the course of the next couple of weeks, I think it'll be really cool to to talk about these things that make us who we are to understand who it, who and what is our authentic self. Right. I mean, I think that that uh, with a number of other reasons, that's why we came out with the name authentic, right? It's like, how do we stay genuine to who we are? I mean, this entire podcast is part of that process, too, because, you know, like you said, you know, you want to be able to sit back and say, here, here are the people that I had an impact on. And I mean, I think that by nature, you're a helper, I'm a helper, too. Like, we like to be able to help people uh, accomplish their goals, whatever goals those may be, mm-hmm. right? So this is a big part of that. And, and, and we wanted to give our podcast a name that, that really meant something you know, to us as, as we even discovered ourselves, right? Right, right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, that I think that the next year, especially the next month, um, as we redefine the podcast and ourselves to truly understand yeah. each other and um, wherever you are on your journey with your career or with your small business, we want to be a part of that journey with you authentically. Um, to talk about what you're really struggling with. Because a lot of times when you're a business owner, whether you, things are good or bad, people say, hey, how's it going? Good. Yeah. You know, so... It's, it, it, it's just like a natural response. People don't, don't even think about it now. So like, how are you doing? Good. And right. they just keep going. <laughs> right. So, and then, and, and to, to our fault also, we don't really ask, well, what's good? Right. Right? But a lot of times as a business owner, you're afraid of giving too much information or maybe you you portray your business as very successful when the reality may be during off-season months it isn't. And it's difficult to be, to show up authentically and be honest and vulnerable with people to say, you know what, 
it's been a struggle this month. Yeah. And speaking of being being vulnerable too, a lot of times people don't don't even know what to ask. You know, it's not so much about protecting the business, but they don't know what questions to ask or know any any in any what resources are out there to help them. You know, and also you know, if you're a business professional, you know, like myself, you know, I've shared this experience many times before. Um, but working in corporate America, I didn't find a lot of people that look and, and sound like me that I can relate to, you know. So um, it took me many years to, to really discover, um, well, not really discover, but really introduce myself to a circle of friends that understood some of my challenges that right. that I can genuinely genuinely communicate with and be authentic with all the time. Right. And I mean, even going back to the four agreements, they talk about that we're social by nature, right? Mm -hmm. So it's important to kind of find what the buzzword right now is your tribe, but people that make us feel good and accept us for who we really are mm -hmm. rather than um, sometimes maybe at work or maybe at school, maybe, you know, whatever circle you're in, you're not always showing up as who you really are but more of what you ex think the other people expect you to be right just kind of projecting that out there right? and we've only been talking in english you know i just realized that too <laughs> so this is a bilingual podcast entonces vamos a hablar in english and spanish también in spanglish we cannot ignore the good old spanglish i mean i think that you know again going back to to authenticity that this is what makes this podcast unique too you know, because not only is this is this a business podcast meant to help um, business owners and, and to help um, professionals, but it's it's a very specific group of of professionals, Latinos out there. You know, and typically someone who is comfortable in both languages, navigating both both seas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. No, I agree. <laughs> so. Uh... So kind of heavy for, I think, our first podcast. I think we got to go a little bit. You think so? Don't you think? I like it. All right. Well, I like it. I mean, it definitely sets the tone for what we want to do, right? Yeah. We want to talk about real conversations. I think we want to talk about real issues. Yeah. But, but to be honest about it, because like I said, sometimes we show up the way we think other people expect us to show up. Uh-huh. And then we can't figure out why we're not passionate about what we're doing or why we're not happy. So... Um, I don't know about you, but I, you know, they say everything goes back to childhood. So let me ask you this. When you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? So I wanted to be a doctor when I was little. And then I went from a doctor to a, uh, a vet. And that's it. And por qué no seguiste tu sueño? No sé. No sé la verdad. I, I guess I just like, kind of like grew out of that, right? Like. Life set in. I got busy in school. You know, my parents were going through a divorce, so I just didn't really think about it after that. No one's asked me that question in a long time. Yeah, and I don't think anybody has ever asked me that. I, If I think back, I don't think I ever had any dream. Like, I never thought, oh, when I grow up, I want to be X, Y, Z. No, really? It was more like just keep growing every day. But I also had a lot of responsibility as a child because I was the family translator. Same here. And interpreter. And so... When I went away to Mizzou, it was like, I have no clue how I got here. I'm here and no clue what I'm going to do while I'm here. Mm. It wasn't until after my first semester that my uh, counselor came in and he's like, well, you need to pick up the pace or you need to find something else because you're flunking out. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're like, wait, I thought I was just supposed to show up. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, for, I mean, there was just so many changes going to college, you know. Uh, nunca salía, nunca tenía permiso de ir a ninguna casa, y de repente en la universidad hago lo que yo quiero a la hora que yo quiera, con quien yo quiera. Mm -hmm. Entonces, sí, pues fue un ajuste bastante grande de que de repente tenía toda esa libertad de hacer lo que yo quisiera. Y aunque iba a las clases y eso, pues... High school había sido fácil, pero college tenías que actualmente poner atención, ir a la clase, tomar notas. Um, pero esa conversación definitivamente me hizo decidir que aunque no sabía qué quería hacer cuando yo creciera, mm -hmm. tenía que salir, tenía que graduar de la universidad. Sí. Sí, that's good because it's like for me, so my, my story is a little bit different in that, you know, I grew up in New York City and, you know, like, we never really had anyone talk to us about college. I mean, yeah. I don't think that any of the teachers or the counselors really expected us to go to college. Como que no era una cosa que se esperaba, ¿verdad? Right. I mean, let's just make make the make sure these kids graduate from high school and that's it. Like right. we did it, you know. Y realmente esa también fue Which mi was, mi situación. Yeah. The only reason que fui a la universidad porque cuando me vine nos venimos a San Luis. No me acuerdo ni cómo me integré en un programa que se llamaba Inroads. So, Inroads era para ayudar a las minorías a entrar a Corporate America. Entonces, nos, cada, cuando ya me integré, cada sábado iba a clases, que de time management, de cómo estudiar, que de esto y que el otro. And, y ellos eran los que tenían la expectativa de que yo iba a la universidad, no mi familia. Ajá. Como la, la, the program Inroads? Yeah. Oh. See, like, we, we didn't have any of those, well, let me take a step back. If we had any of those programs. <laughs> no los conocías. No los conocía porque mis padres no hablaban, número uno, no, no, no hablaban inglés. Número dos, la mentalidad que, que, que en mi opinión, muchos mucho latinos tienen es, yo vengo aquí a trabajar y poner comida en la mesa y ya. Y ustedes, ustedes hacen el resto, you know, like, you kids worry about school, you, you know, you kids worry about what, you, what you're supposed to be doing, but what's that thing we're supposed to be doing, right. you know, is, is that one thing that really no one talks to us about. Right. Y además no sabíamos ni siquiera qué quería decir eso. Yeah. You know, te dicen, tu único trabajo, yo me acuerdo decirles a las niñas, tu único trabajo es estudiar, mm -hmm. pero como estudio, mm -hmm. right? Por lo menos cuando ya las niñas estaban en... En la universidad yo tenía alguna idea de que cómo se hacía, cómo era la manera de hacerlo más fácil para poder no solo uh, lograr el propósito por la que estaban en la universidad, sino que sacar uh, beneficio y salir adelante. Uh -huh. Pero cuando, cuando era mi turno, pues hacías lo que se podía y you were hoping that you were doing the right thing. Right, right. So this year... We're going to be hoping we're doing the right thing. <laughs> no, this year we're going to plan to do the right thing. I love that. Plan to do the right thing because now we know. Ahora right? ya sabemos. Y por eso también creo que esas conversaciones son importantes porque muchas veces pensamos que nosotros fuimos las únicas personas que pasamos por algo similar, mm -hmm. eh, que somos las únicas personas que quizá no tuvimos ese apoyo o sí lo tuvimos y ahora podemos ayudar a otra persona. Right. I think that's a big piece of, of why we're doing this, right? Is so that we can help the next generation. You know, the, the people who were in our shoes, who are in our shoes now, like we were back then, right? And how do we how do we align those resources to the people that need it the most, specifically our Latinos out there, you know, who 
are either struggling with finding their identity because I mean, when you think of Latinos, right? Latinos are really rooted people. Like they're very well rooted in their in their culture, uh, their background. Like even if you're like a second or th even third generation here, I feel like Latinos are one of those immigrants that really struggle with assimilation because they're always being like I don't I guess the only word that comes to mind is just like rooted in their in their like history, you know, like their their country, their food, their culture. So sometimes that can create a disconnect, especially when you work in corporate America. Right. Well, creo que también eso es bien es un punto muy interesante para las personas que quizás profesionales que vienen de México ya grandes y tener que asimilar a la cultura de negocios aquí en Estados Unidos. Me imagino que también eso ha de ser bien difícil. Wow, sí. Porque yo me crié aquí ya, ya cuando yo llegué al mundo to, to be an adult, ya yo hablaba inglés ya. Pues imagínate, y tú y yo sufrimos, imagínate personas que vienen, right. que, que no conocen necesariamente la cultura americana o el modo de hacer las cosas, y tampoco quieren dejar atrás esa cultura y familia que tienen, mm -hmm. encontrar ese balance. But still make this their new home. Pues sí, porque uno se tiene que integrar realmente para poder uh, disfrutar de la estancia si están aquí un mes o un año o diez años. Para disfrutar tienen que empezar, tenemos que empezar a integrarnos a la comunidad mm -hmm. general, que ya sea en, en el trabajo, con nuestros compañeros o en en los negocios con otras personas que también sean dueños de negocio porque no, no somos una isla, no podemos hacerlo todos solos. Exacto. Eso es una cosa que, que para mí, por ejemplo, en, en la ciudad de San Luis, me encantó la forma que alguien lo kind of like the, the analogy that someone used to describe St. Louis to me, you know, the, and she said, St. Louis is like a curtain city, that when you look at it from the outside, from like the audience, You're thinking there are no Latinos here. Um, there's no one out there that, that that I can identify with. But it's one of those cities that you have to kind of pull back the curtain. And then you realize that there are all these small pockets. Communities. Of community, communities of, of like Latinos that will gladly welcome you in and allow you to be part of, of, of the communities, communities that they all form here in, in St. Louis. Right. I thought that was an interesting analogy. Well, yo San creo Luis. que eso es también porque en San Luis la comunidad hispana no está concentrada en un solo área. Sí. Entonces la comunidad está en diferentes lugares, que en St. Charles, que allá en Wentzville, Troy, que ahí cerca del aeropuerto, en North County, South City, allá por la calle Cherokee, mm -hmm. en Illinois, en Baldwin, mm -hmm. Chesterfield. I mean, en todas partes estamos. Eso creo que es lo que nos hace un poquito diferente a otras ciudades, porque creemos que estamos solos sin saber que se puede abrir esa cortina y está casi como una sociedad secreta. Este, si, al, si alguien asistió al evento de la gala de los puertorriqueños hace unas semanas, estaba lleno de pura gente hispana celebrando, este, bailando, comiendo, y, y no se ve a diario. Uh -huh. Entonces, eh, una persona que va por primera vez se queda asombrada de que, wow, ¿de dónde vino tanta gente que no sabía que aquí existía? Sí, sí. Bueno, este podcast, lo bueno de este podcast es que se puede oír de donde sea. 
So estás en San Luis, estás en San Antonio, en New York, en Miami, en Idaho, en Iowa, lo, no importa, se puede oír en el internet. So esto es lo bueno de, de, de comunicarnos de, de, de esta plataforma. Sí, y a través del podcast también queremos traerles uh, no solo nuestras experiencias como e ejemplos de, de cosas que hemos sufrido y que cosas que hemos logrado, pero también oportunidad para que ustedes compartan con nosotros eh, lo que esté sucediendo con ustedes, qué preguntas tienen, que por favor se comuniquen con nosotros, uh -huh. este, si tienen ideas para algún tema en especial o un invitado, porque sí queremos tener invitados a futuro, ¿no? Ahorita vamos a empezar sí. tú y yo para empezar nuevamente a establecer el podcast, eh, a empezar el año con varias estrategias pero a futuro nos, sí nos gustaría tener algunos invitados. Así es de que si alguien está interesado en, en ser invitado con nosotros, nos encantaría saber qué tema o qué idea traen. Igual este, a futuro vamos a empezar a ver patrocinio eh, para que nos apoyen, porque ahorita este proyecto es algo que estamos haciendo simplemente porque queremos hacer una uh -huh. diferencia aquí en San Luis, dando información, dando recursos y compartiendo nuestras propias experiencias. Exacto. Y, y hablando de, de también los, los planes y estrategias que tenemos para San Luis, you know, la razón que vamos a traer personas a nuestro podcast es porque tú y yo sabemos que no sabemos todo lo que se requiere, ¿verdad? Todo lo que, lo que quizás nuestros listeners necesitan para hacer, como dices tú, la palabra pivot, you know, para hacer su pivot o para llevar a su carrera o su negocio to the next step. But what better way to learn from someone who's already been there? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and we understand that we're not always the right person, but our goal is to tap into those people. Yep. Nosotros no lo sabemos todo, pero sí nos gustaría a través de este medio, de esta plataforma, poder atraer a las personas que sí saben más que nosotros, yep. que sí tienen más recursos que nosotros, para que puedan contestar a sus preguntas, ya sea de su carrera, de su negocio. Este, este año también queremos tener más información dentro de cada podcast, con quizás enlaces o sugerencias uh -huh. a lugares locales o en línea donde pueden conseguir más información del tema o de, de algún problema que estemos platicando. Right. I mean, that's one, one thing that we're going to be asking our guests, but also makes me think about, like, you know, ourselves, too. Like, you do some reading. I've done a lot of reading, too. And um, I think it would be good for us to put up resources like books out there mm -hmm. that, that have helped us, you know, learn a new skill, really think of, uh, about ourselves from a new perspective. So, I mean, I want to start. Can I, is it okay if I start now with oh, sure. a book recommendation? Sure. <laughs> ¿Ya lo leíste o apenas lo vamos a leer? Es un libro que, que ya, ya había leído años atrás. Un libro que me ha ayudado bastante eh, en mi carrera, no solamente profesional, pero también en mi vida personal, con mis amigos. Y es un book que se escribió muchos años atrás. El autor era Dale Carnegie. Y Dale Carnegie fue una persona bastante influenciada en los Estados Unidos because he built a lot of libraries. He had a passion for helping people grow, helping people learn. And he wrote a book that was titled How to Win Friends and Influence People that completely changed my life. It's a book that has been translated in, in, 
English and Spanish, but also like, um, as far as I've heard, like up to a hundred different languages, and millions of copies of that book have been sold. So that 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 book really had an impact on me, uh, in helping me connect with people, you know, it, because I'm always thinking about connection, but also you know how how do I serve the people around me. Uh, and and help them accomplish whatever it is that they need. I feel like that's that's one that I want to get out there. Uh -huh. Y está disponible en español también. Cómo ganar amigos e influir sobre las personas. Exacto. Por de Gale o Deo. Deo Carnegie. Deo Carnegie. Okay, uh -huh. pues Carnegie. ahí está. Si tienen alguna 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 idea para algún libro que quieran recomendar, estamos abiertos, pero de aquí a la semana que entra les les pedimos que, que vean eh, cómo ganar amigos e influir sobre las personas como potencial ayuda o alguna lectura para ustedes. Exacto. Bueno, Gaby, entonces ese es el primer episodio que, que vamos a poner afuera. So I'm glad that we were able to do this. We're going to learn this as we go. Great. Uh, our goal is to make this a podcast that provides high quality Uh, value. Notice I didn't say content because we're working on that. <laughs> But our goal is always to provide, you know, value that our listeners can take and put into place starting from day one. Sí, definitivamente. Así es de que como les comenté antes, si tienen alguna idea, si tienen este a personas que podrían ser un invitado, nos encantaría conocerlos. Este, pero por lo pronto vamos a estar aquí con ustedes una vez a la semana nuevamente para hablar en el, mil, en el 2019 acerca de nuestra vida auténtica y cómo ser auténticos entre en, en nuestras carreras y en nuestro negocio, y especialmente en la vida personal. Mm -hmm. Absolutamente. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. All right, well, here we go. Bye. ¿Qué pensaron? Remember to rate our show y si les gustó, denos 5 estrellas. Si tienes preguntas o topic ideas, déjanos saber. 